John chapter 21 and verse 4 and when the morning was now come Jesus stood on the shore but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus there's the stranger on the shore according to the gospel records during the Lord's public ministry he wrought three fishing miracles that's not including the feeding of the five thousand because there he multiplied the bread and he multiplied the fish that he might feed the multitude there that day and we look at the three other fishing miracles we find that Peter was involved in each one of them the first one had to do with the call to service Luke chapter 5 and verse 5 remember again the disciples had fished all night caught nothing the Lord then told them where to cast the net and they brought in a great draft of fishes and the Lord told Peter and the others they would no longer catch fish but to follow Christ and they would be fishers of men. They would be soul winners. So that first fishing miracle had to do with the call to service. The second fishing miracle again involved Peter. You recall how the Lord told Peter to put out a line and when they caught a fish there was the coin of silver in its mouth Matthew 17 verses 24-27 and of course the money was then used to pay the tribute to the temple so the first miracle had to do with the call to service the second fishing miracle had to do with the coin of silver now we come to the third fishing miracle and we can say this miracle refers to the compassion of the Saviour the compassion of the Saviour this miracle reveals so much of the tender love and compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ as he came that day to see Peter and the other disciples those disciples who had failed them remember they denied him they forsook him and fled they deserted him and yet here's the Lord back at the Sea of Tiberias to meet with those disciples again that in itself shows us something of his, his love and his compassion after being deserted and forsaken by the disciples 
Why would the Lord want to have anything more to do with them? Of course, that's not Christ. So that's what we want to look at this morning and see this stranger there on the shore of the Sea of Tiberias. Let's first of all consider the master by the sea. The master by the sea. We're told in verse 1, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. Let's consider, first of all, the sea. The Sea of Tiberias. The Sea of Tiberias also goes under the name of the Sea of Galilee. The Sea of Galilee. And of course the Lord has shown himself at the same location to those disciples in Matthew 4, 19. Where they were mending their nets. The Lord came upon the scene and said to Peter and the others, Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Peter and the others did so. And we see that Peter and the others here are back where they started. The Sea of Galilee. They're right back where they started. Three and a half years or so before. Indeed, when you look at what the name Galilee means, Tiberias, interesting Galilee means a circle is that not interesting they were back where they had started if you want their lives had gone a complete circle they were back where they started they were back where they had been first called to be soul winners to be fishers of men. Instead, their lives had gone a complete circle. Back where they started. Isn't that the way it is with some believers? They get out of step with the Lord. Like Peter, follow the Lord afar off. And they go back where they started. They may have started off well after knowing Christ, <coughs> coming to know the Lord. But they got out of step with God. The Lord said, Follow me. But then after a while they began to follow the world. And not too long after that, they were back when they started having made no progress with God no progress at all that's the picture we have here Peter remember followed the Lord afar off and what do we know what do we find he's back where he started making no progress as well as the sea 
we notice the seven the seven in that verse two we read about seven disciples two names are not given but we're told that there were seven disciples who were there at the Sea of Tiberias and the Sea of Galilee seven disciples led by Peter you know whenever I look at the seven disciples here I often refer to them as the seven at sea they were at sea physically they were at sea but they were at sea spiritually they were all at sea they were at sea after all they had forsaken the Lord and deserted him how did Peter feel now after denying the Lord three times he had been called to serve the Lord and had failed he's back where he started he's back at fishing again we see him now at the sea of Tiberias where he was first called to serve the Lord follow me the Lord said then I will make you fishers of men but he's not a zealous servant anymore but a backslidden servant yes isn't that what happens the backslider they go back to the old life old friends former ways in his, a second, in his second epistle Peter was surely speaking from experience when he wrote unto this happened unto them according to the true proverb he's speaking here about backsliding according to the true proverb the dog has turned to his own vomit again and the side that was washed to her wallowing in the mire Second Peter 2 verse 22 describing the backslider Peter speaking from experience as well as the say of the seven we notice also the saying the saying the saying came from the lips of Peter after his denials was this all that was left for Peter to do go back to his previous occupation I go a fishing did Peter feel that the Lord would not want anything more to do with him after he denied the Lord three times and once with oaths and curses and deserted the Lord that he feared the Lord would want nothing more to do with him. After all, 
who would want anything to do with an individual like that? They denied even knowing Christ, didn't they? Denied even knowing him. I know not the man. Three times. And here he is. Probably feeling there's nothing more for me to do. The Lord will not want me now in his service. And so Peter went back to the fishing. That's what he said that morning. I go a fishing. If the Lord didn't want him in his service, what else could he do but return to his old occupation? It's the only thing he knew, really. But, if that was the case, if that was Peter's thinking, he really didn't know the heart of the Lord. No. The, the Lord obviously came that morning came looking for Peter and the others no not to condemn them not to criticize them not to cast them off the Lord's not like that he loves the backslider you know you remember John Mark John Mark nephew of Barnabas Barnabas and Paul were going on a missionary journey and John Mark went with them but then after some controversy John Mark returned home he probably felt that was the end of any missionary work that he could be involved in uh, but that's not the Lord the way the Lord thinks because we read in 2 Timothy 4.11 the Lord Paul says take Mark and bring him with thee for he is profitable to me for the ministry Obviously, John Mark had been restored to full-time service. And Paul says, Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable for me in the ministry. See, that's who the Lord is. The Lord doesn't cast backsliders off. The Lord's heart goes out to the backsliders as it went out to Peter and the other disciples that day there is hope for the Christian who has failed in life there's hope for the Christian 
who have gone back and their lives have been a circle, completed circle. They're back where they started. But the Lord will not cast you off. The Lord will not cast you away. He's a loving and caring Savior. Who considered the master by the sea. Let us now look at the miracle at the sea. It was not a good night's fishing for Peter. It said, I go a fishing. For that night, they caught nothing. That's something, wasn't it? For experienced fishermen. Spent the night fishing. <coughs> and that's when the fishermen would fish at night time. Not in the daytime, but at night. But they labored all night and they caught nothing. Nothing. Well, when you are out of step with the Lord, <coughs> when you follow the Lord afar off, the result will be the same. Nothing. Nothing to show for what you did for the Lord. There's nothing there. Concerning this miracle by the sea, we look first of all at the stranger. There that morning, they saw a stranger on the shore. I say a stranger because we are told the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Now different commentators put forth their own opinion as to why the disciples didn't recognize the Lord. They had been with them for three years or so every day and yet here this morning they didn't realize it didn't recognize it they didn't know it was the Lord Jesus my own personal opinion <coughs> is that they didn't recognize the Lord because they didn't expect to see him there looking <coughs> that morning looking for them after all they were the ones who had denied him <coughs> who had forsaken him who had deserted him how would he want anything more to do with them in other words they didn't expect the Lord Jesus to come looking for them after what they had done that's why they didn't recognize the stranger on the shore surprise blinded them blinded them to the stranger's identity the difference if they had been 
there that morning looking for the Lord but they weren't they didn't expect the Lord to be there after what they had done and I believe it was the surprise that morning the surprise that blinded them to the stranger's identity but they should not have been surprised because the compassionate tender hearted saviour was there that morning to restore his erring disciples to their first love to give them another chance to be able to get back to fishing for men that's why the Lord was there we'll see in the rest of the chapter that's why the Lord was there to restore them that's how loving our Saviour is the good to have such a Saviour good to have such a friend in Christ he doesn't cast us off but rather has a love for us and desires to bring us back as it were into the fold James speaking from experience in his epistle he wrote these words the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy well you can add your amen to that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy when the disciples would discover how pitiful and how tender the Lord's mercy was that morning as well as the stranger we have the seeking the stranger now spoke to the disciples saying children have ye any meat verse 5 you know what stands out in those words to me how the Lord addressed the disciples he didn't call them you deserters you traitors he called them children he called them children you see they were still the Lord's children the Lord's children the fellowship had certainly been marred but the relationship was still the same the relationship was still the same each of those disciples was still a child of God just as Paul tells us for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus Galatians 3.26 and so being children 
That's a relationship. Listen. That's a relationship that will never be broken. Fellowship, yes. But the spiritual relationship that we have with the Lord will never be broken. The moment we were saved, we became the children of God. And you and I know, believer, how often we have failed the Lord. How often we have failed Him through our shame. But we're still the children. Just like the children here this morning. They're not doing everything right, as we know, growing up. But they're still children. They're still the children of mom and dad. And here the disciples had failed the Lord terribly. But they're still the Lord's children. Part of the family of God, washed in the blood, kept by the power of God. No man will pluck us out of our father's hand. No power in hell or earth will pluck us out of the Savior's hand. We're still his children. So as well as the stranger and the seeking we have the statute. When the Lord asked them, Children, have ye any meat? The disciples didn't have much to say. They answered him, No. One word. No. Of course, again, when one gets out of step with the Lord, and they're following him afar off. And they're asked, have you been fruitful for the Lord? I have to answer no. Have you been spending time studying the word? No. Have you spent time in prayer? with your Savior? No. Have you borne any spiritual fruit? No. Well, those disciples had nothing to show for their night of labor. The Lord gives them an order cast the net on the right side of the ship they didn't stop there <coughs> cast the net on the right side of the ship and ye shall find they labored all night caught nothing the Lord says cast the net on the right side of the ship and ye shall find Guaranteed. 
when they acted in accordance with the Lord's will and the Lord's word because going back to the fishing wasn't according to God's will that's why they caught nothing but here they received a word from the Lord <coughs> and they knew what the Lord's will for them was cast the net <coughs> on the right side of the ship and ye shall find when they acted according to the Lord's will and obeyed the Lord's words they were assured of success assured of success and the lesson is simple live your life believe it live your life in accordance to God's word live your life according to God's will and you will receive blessing guaranteed cast the net on the right side of the ship and ye shall find guaranteed prophet Isaiah had this to say so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth God speaking it shall not return unto me void Amen it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it well the disciples experienced the truth of that word that morning it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it and boy did those disciples prosper that morning they got such a draught of fishes why? because they obeyed the Lord's word and we obey God's word they'll prosper as well we'll consider the master by the sea the miracle by the sea and finally the meal the meal by the sea that morning after the disciples obeyed the Lord did a great draught of fish tremendous catch here we see first of all the discovery upon seeing the great catch of fish John immediately recognized who the stranger on the shore who he was verse 7 therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved saith unto Peter it is the Lord now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord he girded his fishers coat on to him for he was naked he had his undergarments on 
and did cast himself into the sea. It is the Lord. Have you ever used that phrase? Something has taken place in your life. A blessing has come your way and has surprised you. And what have you said? It is the Lord. The Lord did that. It is the Lord. An unexpected event has taken place in your life and you say, it is the Lord. Because you know no one else could have worked that out. No one else could work it out except the Lord. And you've said with the psalmist, this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in her eyes Psalm 118 verse 23 notice the reaction of Peter following John's discovery there stands the one on the shore that Peter had denied He was ashamed. He was ashamed. The one he had denied would come looking for him and the other six disciples. He was ashamed. He wanted to, as it were, hide himself. Put his fisher's coat upon him and plunged into the sea he was ashamed after all he had done after all he had done against the Lord Jesus there was the Lord had come to seek him out sometimes we're ashamed as well we ought to be when we think of the Saviour think of his love for us think of what he did for us how he suffered for us when we let him die are we not ashamed are we not ashamed as well as the discovery we have the draft, the draft of fishes. Remember what the Lord had told, cast your net on the right side of the ship and ye shall find. And the result was a great draft of fishes. Verse 11. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fishes and hundred and fifty and three. And for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. See, there's always a right way and a wrong way. God said, cast the net on the right side of the ship. 
And when they did that which was right, they had great success. Always, always let the word of the Lord direct you and you will not fail. Just as David has said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The Lord's word will prevent you from stumbling. The Lord's word you obey it will prevent you from falling. It's the light along life's pathway. Let us ever obey God's word and apply it to our day-to-day living. Discovery and the draft and the dining. <coughs> the dining. Verse 12. Jesus said unto them, Come and dine. And none of the disciples durst ask him, Who art thou? Knowing that it was the Lord. There they were that morning back at the fishing. Then they realized the one on the shore was their Savior. They didn't say, Who art thou? But they knew. And the Lord said, Come and die. Amazing. Amazing. The type of person the Lord Jesus is. Come and dine. Come and sit with me. And when Peter and the others accepted the Lord's invitation, that morning that Peter particularly and the others were restored to fellowship Peter lovest thou me will deal with that more willing next Sabbath day but in the light of God's word there's hope and help for the backslider. The Lord says to the backslider, come and die. Come and sit with me. Come and break bread with me. We have a wonderful Lord. That stranger on the shore. Let's bow our heads now and pray. God, our Lord and Saviour. We thank thee for thy love and mercy. 
for thy tender heartedness. Thou art, Lord, one who is ready to forgive. Thou art ready to restore the erring and the child who has gone astray. Thy Lord at ready to call them to thy side and say unto them, Come and die. Come and renew fellowship with me. O Lord, for any listening to this service today, pray, Lord, that someone somewhere will indeed come and die with Christ. Be restored to fellowship with him. Lord, be with us now as we part the one from the other. Give traveling mercy, Lord, to everyone. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be your abiding portion now. And until the day breaks, and the shadows all flee away. Amen.